Rows upon rows of highly skilled specialists from all walks of life line up in front of the milky white marble desks inside of Coach Headquarters helmet registration offices. Amongst the hustle and bustling of contract signings and negotiation, a sudden outburst begins to stir and gets the attention of a few guards. They left me! A large brutish warrior shouts at the top of his lungs while gripping the desk tightly. The technician shrugs while adjusting his glasses anxiously. Sir, I apologize, but as I stated, field ship 1118 departed three hours ago. No one was here to be left behind. The man slams his fist into the table and begins hissing at the technician and approaching security guards before finally deciding to wait in peace. The technician thanks the guards for their support and shouts next. A composed and confident man with a shaved head and a well-trimmed beard approaches the desk. Chin up, shoulders back, the man smiles and casually salutes. The technician looked relieved. Greetings, and you are... The tech leans in and scans his licensed papers. Tax Servan. Tech nods. The technician browses tax credentials, learning of his noteworthy military background. Ah, I should have known a military man. The tech rolls up his sleeve, revealing a tattoo representative of some noteworthy militaristic accolades that resonates with Tech Severin. He reveals what gave it away and points at his own watch. Only an army man will arrive at a ship dock three hours early. <laughs> he smiles and then introduces himself as Mark Thornton. The two shake hands and quickly a mutual respect begins to brew between them as they share stories awaiting tax registration to complete. Not too long after, tax special teams coat is brought out folded and placed in front of him. It was custom tailored and designed just as he requested. Special teams, eh? Mark looks at Tack with some hesitation. He thought he was just getting to know the fella. Turns out it was so much deeper. Special teams was a mysterious asterisk next to a helmet's name and sank deep within conspiracies ranging from secret government projects to secret cults with metaphysical tentacle gods. Only the special teams knew and it was the best kept secret they had. Tack changes the subject and asks Mark if he could share any pertinent updates about the current state of affairs. Mark obliges and begins to share private knowledge about several rogue military factions, particularly a band of ex-soldiers who have abandoned their posts to cause trouble for newly deployed field ship crews. Mark then asks if he can keep that to himself as not to stir up any potential business with future helmets. Tack thanks him for the info and promises to keep the info under wraps. With a lowered voice, he then leans in and asks, You happen to have a friend or a friend of a friend with a com code or three for any of these savvy entrepreneurs? Tack makes the gesture of swiping his thumb against his index finger upward towards Mark, just within his peripheral vision, implying that Tack would be willing to slip Mark some bizquirks for leads in order to make contact. Mark signals for Tack to pay attention to his six. Several coach execs walk close by and pass Tack, brushing him lightly. One of the lead execs gives a long, threatening glare at Mark and Tack. Mark changes the subject and recommends Tack visit the myriad of coach services before departing. 
However, his eyes express the utmost allegiance and he slides him a manual with a telechip nestled between the pages. Tat grabs it and smoothly steps away, excusing himself with manual in hand and exits the helmet registration desk to take him up on the recommendation. Tack makes his way to the firearms and survival manufacturers within the nearby wing of Coach Headquarters. He already had a pistol that he cleans and maintains regularly, but it's seen better days. Tack wants to take the opportunity to acquire a newer weapon as a backup for when his current sidearm is finally beyond repair. He hasn't worn body armor since he left the court, and he's interested in finding something sleek that can be concealed under his work clothes. It doesn't need to stop direct. It doesn't need to stop a direct shot from a rifle, but a little extra protection from small arms and shrapnel wouldn't go amiss. He wonders if they might have something better than a standard steel knife, something with a keener edge, or at least can hold its edge longer. We see Tack standing in front of several slowly oscillating walls filled with firearms and various weaponry. A technician appears and asks if he needs any assistance. However, within moments, Tack points out just what he needs and wants. The technician retrieves the benchmark one from the wall and places it in Tack's hands. The technician comments, The benchmark one, our very own line of sidearms, only sold here in the offices and is a popular choice among helmets looking for a well-rounded model and a good start to their career. She looks Tack up and down with admiration. Its decent weight makes it not too difficult to handle. It packs a punch with tremendous precision and comes with a magnetic grip. And its most charming characteristic, its expensive metal barrel whistles when it's getting some action. Tack handles and admires the machinery, smiling. This was shaping up to be a good start, he thinks. We cut to Tack standing inside of a bathroom getting changed into the underweave armor he just purchased. He wanted to be ready and geared up before returning back to the ship for departure. The familiar feel of the armor comforts him. He always loved the snug grip that nestled around his neck and shoulders as he armored up. The tug of the new suit along the back of his arms and down the front of his thighs, putting a bit of a spring or bounce into his movements. It had a way of making him feel powerful, prepared for the world. Besides, even out in the cold, the damn thing worked like thermals under his uniform. He may not have the uniform anymore, but at least he wouldn't be cold. Tack straps his old thigh holster and sidearm back on, secures his new chest harness and blade in place, and slips his jacket back on. He nabs a used lockbox for the pistol, it may just look like scratched up plastic with the label worn clear off, but Tack had seen sensitive electronics come out of that thing intact, even after falling off the back of a transport and getting slapped across the road by the 12-ton truck behind it. Tack arrives back to the port about 30 minutes early so that he can people watch the other crew members and note if anyone cuts it a little too close to returning on time or is late. Tack has family. Both his parents are alive and well, along with three brothers, a teenage niece, and a much younger nephew. None of them live close enough to visit in person. And he recalls his niece wanting to see him in his special team's trench coat 
that he told her he would get before he departs. Tack begins to record a video message updating his family on his registration status and that he'll be on board the ship soon. Hey fam, I'm on board the field ship now. The crew is due back in about half an hour. Layla, I know you wanted to see my new uniform, so as you can see, I am wearing the special teams helmet coat. I've got to get going to get some pre-launch work done, but I wanted to take a sec to tell you all that I love you, and I guess I'll see you again in another year or two. I'll send updates on my travels as I can. Bye, everyone. Wish me luck. It was starting to get dark. That's when suddenly, he spots a large figure lurking in his peripheral vision slowly approaching their port. So startling at first glance, Tack wanted to reach for his pistol. However, he realized this was likely someone or something that he'll be living with for some time and calms his nerves. So it begins, he thinks. Tack Sir Van. Tack, like thumbtack. Sir Van, like the vehicle. <laughs> I had to reach out to our new player and character, Tack Sir Van, to make sure I was spelling his name right. But Tack Sir Van, everyone meet Tack Sir Van. This is our first character um, and first helmet registered onto Field Ship 142. Uh, this player has uh, jumped on. And I really, really like this character. This is this is a core character, a character that we can really build the group around. Um, I'm going to go through and just read off some of what we know about Tax or Van. You can find this information on World Anvil, our, our page, um, as well as our website, pndrpg.com, where you can go and visit um, the field ship, see what's on the field ship and even see the roster of the field ship. I'll be updating the website to reflect the current roster on the field ship. Um, you'll be able to find this information along with uh, links to uh, the character's profile page on World Anvil. It's all tied together, but World Anvil, if you don't know, is where we keep all of the lore uh, uh, for the world, including the characters. Um, once you sign on to the game, um, you are given access to a world anvil. You can create your own profile and manage your own profile like a social media because you are in, in your character's footsteps. And so it'll be nice to have those things for journal entries. I heavily encourage you um, and to all of our characters who are playing now uh, to utilize your journal entries. Um, it'll start revving up as you all get on the ship, ship more. I know currently we're still introducing everybody, so there's no, not much use for it right now, but um, soon you will. Um, but here we have... Tack Servan. Tack Servan. I've been DMing uh, this player one on one and I, I wanted to kick him off with an introduction, which is what you had just heard uh, before we actually get going. Um, but Tack Servan, uh, for his physical description, uh, he has a shaved head with a short, well trimmed beard, uh, mildly handsome in a rugged way. Uh, we have here in parentheses confident body posture. He stands tall, chin up, shoulders back. Clothing tends to be practical rather than flashy, durable, but well-maintained. Uh, check this dude's, this dude, uh, his, his, his skills. So as you know, as a player, you get three licensed skills. Licensed skills are what you registered uh, to make it so that you're able to be a helmet. 
His first licensed skill is his mili military hand-to-hand -hand combat and instruction. So we got an ex-military guy here, uh, and he still very much knows how to use his hands, and he can even um, so much so that he can even even teach it, which is awesome. That's that's going to come in handy for those uh, who may need uh, some instruction, you know. Um, and then we have his second licensed skill intelligence collection and analysis this guy is a born leader right here he is going to be a boon he is a major resource for the group intelligence collection analysis that's going to come in hand for a lot of different contracts that you're going to encounter um you know they'll get the edge because he'll probably be really good at getting some more information um than what you were given to begin with and then we have license skill number three wilderness survival man that is going to come in handy when you're going to different planets very exotic, very foreign plants. And, you know, when you have that, when you have that instinct, it kicks in and uh, tax your van seems like he'll be able to to, uh, to keep some people alive with that wilderness survival skill, at least himself. Uh, one of his strengths uh, is that he is a military veteran. Mind you, strengths are, you know, these are uh, these are things about you that give you an edge. And he is a military veteran. So he is hardy, strong, driven and disciplined. Um, and then his second strength is he's well-traveled. So he's knowledgeable about, about other cultures, open to new experiences and ways of thinking, um, which is going to be, uh, be a great trait to have when you are meeting new people, different species, races, etc. Um, there's a possibility that he may have either encountered them or read about them. You know, he is well-traveled. He has been in space before. Um, his weakness, PTSD. Uh, frequent insomnia, hyper alertness, anxiety and crowded spaces. He really went uh, to the he really went all out with his weakness. That is a real weakness there. And that is true role playing when you can have a, a weakness like that. And, you know, he's going to encounter every single one of those. And it's going to be interesting to see how he role plays in our discord server, as well as through uh, the, the campaign. Uh, his character's age is 34. He's male. He has hazel eyes. Um, dark blonde, graying beard hair. Uh, he's 5'11 and 185 pounds. So um, let's see here uh, for his men under his mentality. He has his employment, military veteran, military intelligence and melee combat instructor and wilderness survival instructor. Uh, mental trauma, PTSD causing insomnia, erratic sleep schedules, occasional hyper alertness and anxiety when in crowded places. So this is going to be the character on the ship who's probably going to be <laughs> awake at times where you least expect him to. And he might be somebody to really hang with overnight when you can't get some sleep because he's probably going to be somewhere smoking a cigarette or something. Um, his sexuality, uh, eth uh, ethically non-monogamous, preferring uh, egalitarian uh, polymari. Sorry, if I'm, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Those are some uh, words that I've never had to say. Um, and his gender identity is male male so this is uh all we know about the character so far as we continue throughout uh, the game and as i continue to uh, dm this player through his solo campaign uh, obviously we'll learn more and more about tech uh, because we're world building and we're also character developing so so far you know starting off the show you know i'm, I'm getting a great vibe from this person kind of remind kind of reminds me of uh if you ever watch lost um jack <laughs> jack that character everybody loved that character he was very like very you know gray very core leadership uh character 
um, that kind of just trickled into everyone's lives. And I'm hoping that's what we see here. So um, this player, uh, the player of uh, this character is Kai G. Kai, I definitely want to uh, thank you for your patronage. Um, and I'm very, very happy to have you on board. Um, I, I can already tell by what you how you're playing and what you're what you're doing that you are a great role player. Um, you know, major, uh, a lot of what a lot of what was written in that introduction came from what he had role played in the discord because we, we go back and forth as I walk him through, you know, what he's encountering, what he's seeing. Um, and a lot of that of all the parts about him getting prepared um you know he 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 wrote all of that and all i did was just really fill in some gaps and connect some bridges and try to you know flesh out the narrative um but tech the player of tech severin man you you did a great job with that i really enjoyed your um your your, your message to your family um and you know I, I hope that inspires others who to get involved with these audio events these audio rpg events uh because a lot of the game is going to be driven by your your submissions so that was this is a great introduction to a cool character and i'm really looking forward to seeing what you do with this character so in this segment we learned that upon helmet registration a helmet uh, will get their own unique uh, coat uh, designed in a way that they wanted so different types of coats of course uh, you can get any kind of coat that you want. It's going to be tailored for that helmet. Um, and I, I thought this would be a really cool idea to just uh, for player characters to be able to separate themselves from each other or an additional way to do it. Um, you get this kind of like a badge of honor. You get this coat uh, that makes it official. You know, you are a helmet, uh, whether you are a helmet or a special teams helmet, you get this coat and, and, and it's a pride thing if you recall in the episode or in the segment tack um knew he would be getting one he he even told his mm -hmm. his niece uh that he'd be getting one and his niece wanted to see him in it so um these coats are are a, a sign a symbol and i, I want to flesh this out a bit more so the lore question i'm posing to the community is every helmet gets their own unique tailored coat what are some interesting cosmetic facts about these special threads? So if you have any ideas for these coats, uh, go ahead and send us a message by way of our Anchor app. Uh, just find us on Anchor, send message. We're going to go through the responses. We're going to start adding some lore uh, to the world based on these coats. In this segment, we learned of a special title uh, specifically called Special Teams. And though it is not revealed what this means, uh, we learned that uh, these these titles are assigned to helmets and not all helmets are considered special teams. Um, but those who are know they are. Um, we don't know how they are notified. We don't even know, uh, you know, anything around this special teams title other than the fact that uh, Tack, uh, our, our first main character here, um, in this series is one and the way he responds, you know, when he gets his coat and, you know, Mark Thornton, um, his, his technician 
points out that, oh, you're, you're special teams because he sees the special teams coat. And the way Tech responds to that is uh, very secretive. He he doesn't talk about it. Um, he kind of glosses over it. So it's this title is shrouded in mystery. Uh, of course, we'll learn more about it. But for now, I want to flesh out some of the lore uh, from what we have currently. Uh, again, the the special team status, n- no one actually knows what it is, uh, but there are people that have some guesses and some theories. And I thought it would be fun to kind of um, build and flesh out some of the uh, the, the conspiracy theories around uh, this status. So the lore question I'm posing here is what are some wild conspiracy theories about this mysterious special teams status? If you have some lore ideas, go ahead and call in, send us a message and uh. Let's see what let's see what crazy ideas we can get.